Okay, guys, Steve, as the as the de facto art director of um, of Halloween is Forever, could you could you do me a favor? Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> yes, <can be. laughs> Welcome, boys and ghouls, to I another just... motherfucking. Brian, I'm just, I'm, I'm just Brian. Imag- I'm Meg. Um, I'm just imagining. <laughs> I'm, big, I'm, just, I'm Meg. I'm just. I'm, I'm just like imagining you with like very big tits right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, game far off. Um, anyway, uh, boys and girls, welcome to another one of these fucking mini sods, guys. We have a we have a whole thing to deal with today. It's just a whole ass thing. Um, we just literally, I just stopped watching. Um, a little film. We all watched it. Meg, you watched it today. Steve, I think you watched it yesterday or something like that when it came out. I watched it at like four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it is a Steve's wild. <laughs> it is a to be original. It is called Titanic Six Six Six, which is the. I mean, the title <laughs> says it all. Honestly, um, it is honestly not demonic though at all. Like no. there is nothing even really remotely demonic about the movie. Um, but just the quality of the title, I think, would say that. So anyway, we'll get into it here in a damn second. Um, but you know what? It just occurred to me is should we reveal what our our dang topic is going to be for the next showdown episode. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, you guys talk amongst yourselves while I look that up then. How's that? Okay. Because <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> we can we can also talk about our beers while you look that oh, up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Wait, you guys got the Izzy's? I got oh, beers. Oh, yeah. yeah I so got what beers. you got there, Steve? I have uh, from Dewclaw Brewing. And it's part of their Pastriarchy series. I don't know if you've seen or had or any of those. Uh, but this was the one they released for March. And it's their Irish cream dessert stout. Mm. So, yeah, 9.4%. Uh, I've, I have had a real hit or miss uh, kind of experience with this series of Pastriarchy. Because it calls out to me because I do love fatty, gross pastry stouts. Mm-hmm. But... It always seems like they're they're like most of them seem to miss the mark on like what yeah. they're shooting for. Can I say that like I do not understand Duclaw. Like especially like you know you hear, hear pastryarchy. I love that fucking name, but mm-hmm. I would expect that from like someone who has more of like a metal vibe. But I feel like they just do ridiculous names for some of their stuff. Like citizens don't get their niche. I don't get their vibe. I don't understand it. And they're always hit yeah. or miss. They're always hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, and I. I feel like maybe they've had like I, I don't know how long like the brewers have been working there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like it seems like they they took a real hard turn and started doing like the these pastryarchies, and then they have another sour series because they did like like a unicorn fart sour type thing going on. Are you just saying they um, hired like a bunch of punks and metalheads, and that's what's happening right now? Maybe I don't know, or they might just have like a <laughs> a cycling crew of punks and metalheads. Maybe. Have, yeah. Like, 
but that's a crazy idea. Yeah, the, this I think this one is kind of a hit though. Uh, okay. Even though we're talking hits and misses, this one's kind of a hit because like at nine point cool. four, it tastes. I mean, it tastes a bit like a Guinness clone, mm. but there's there's a little bit of a sweet creaminess to it because you know, and that and that's like what they're shooting for. A lot of the nice. other ones where they try to get like super complex, those are usually the misses. This one's mm. eh, this one's fine. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like when you're like definitely trying to add all the layers, you I think it's hard sometimes to deconstruct things. And I think it, it takes a very skilled brewer. I'm even trying to think about like someone who's like deconstructed something so fucking well. Actually, like I'll even think of like because um, I, I was at Cinderland's earlier earlier this week that they have their um, uh, mule like ginger mule like tart shake out. And I feel mm-hmm. like they did a pretty good job deconstructing a mule. Okay, yeah. You know, so like when you're trying to like mimic something, I think it can be a little more difficult and stuff like that. I yeah. I I had a recent uh run in with something like that that I was pretty impressed with. And it, but it wasn't beer even. It was actually down at Apis. Okay. And uh what did they have? Dave Dave gave us a taster of his uh uh raspberry cheesecake. Mm, okay. And it like it hits every note. And nice. like he he was telling us he has like a uh one he just puts like like real uh cream cheese in it like it's dehydrated cream cheese that he can put into it Mm. and then uh he also said he like to maintain gluten-free there was a uh it's like a it's a gluten-free graham cracker okay oh but like it's amazing because you can like smell it and taste it so it's like all of those flavors you know, it, it, it's a, it, go, it goes through, but yeah, he can, he deconstructed that one perfectly. Yeah. I'll give a shout out to him too. Cause I think I actually saw that they're might be releasing the lemon bourbon, uh, me, they do every year. And that mm-hmm. is legit. One of my favorites that he does. Yeah. Too. It's really, really good. So and, and Apis in general, like I'm not usually a huge meat person, but like his are awesome um, for the most part. Um, I haven't yes. had a ton of them, but I, I really like, I was just chatting with him yesterday. Actually, he dude just knows flavor really well he's always mm-hmm. been a really good mm-hmm. yeah. really good palate totally um yeah, yeah what, I, do you, what do you got meg i um so as i was telling the guys earlier i was out at stick city earlier today and i picked up a four pack of their session ipa which more so comes across like um like a more sessionable hazy pale ale mm. so i like mm. it really beautiful aroma and um super drinkable too which i'm like i typically I have a hard time. I don't want to dislike hazies at all or even just like drinking IPAs anymore. But like my go-to is I'm going to have a few. So I need something lower gravity. This is like 4.9% and it's hitting the swat. Mm. Mm. I like it. And it's called um, Synchro. If that's Synchro. Like Synchro. Mm. Synchronicity. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, bro. I have uh, a little beersy um, that uh, that uh, our lovely friend Buzzy from uh, Epicast uh, mm-hmm. gave me this afternoon. It is from Wooly Pig Farm Brewery in beautiful Fresno, Ohio. Um, it is their Zwickle beer, Keller Pills. And first of all, it has like the really old school bottle, which I, mm-hmm. I just am always kind of a sucker for these. Um like very banquet-esque. Ramp. I love those, too. Yes. It's like an elongated 500 mil. Like, it's a half-liter banquet bottle. I mean, I honestly. I just legit sometimes, though, I'll, like, always think of a pre-pro, like, when I see those bottles. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Very few people do them anymore, but they are just, they're, they're 
just sweet. And I, I appreciate, I mean, I know what they were kind of trying to replicate was like the Augustiner half liters that you, mm. that you get in Germany. Um, they're not the exact same shape cause they probably can't get those here, but like, these are, these are really cool. I like that bottle a lot. Um, I honestly feel like I see those bottles more often with kombucha anymore. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. You definitely see that shaped bottle, uh, with kombucha. I feel like pretty frequently or, or ginger beer even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bundaberg, so, even though that yeah. sucks. But yeah, yeah, it's too good. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bundaberg sucks I, as gingerbread. Don't buy that one. <laughs> dude, I, I, I listen, I bought a 12 pack of it because it was at, I don't know, like Costco or something. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, probably two years ago, and I probably still have like eight of them left. And every <laughs> once in a while, I go, like, oh, I'm going to open one of these. And I go, ah, oh, fuck this. It doesn't have any flavor. Oh, it sucks. Um, this beer, though, on the other hand, is really fucking nice. Um, it really hits on what like a Zwickel beer is, which it tastes like it's crisp, it's bright, it's floral, but it's a little bit just kind of um, a little bit more yeast expressive. And it has, I feel like a, a Zwickel beer or a Keller beer, you have to have that little whiff of sulfur, I feel like, that mm. that really kind of communicates that like super freshness and almost like immaturity of the beer in a good way. I mean, that's the whole mm-hmm. idea of like what a Zwickel or Keller beer is, right? So, um it's really fucking good. It's really nice. It's super, super pale, like straw colored, nice, like kind of wildflower hop character. It's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I was um, going to mention too, um, you might appreciate this. Uh, uh, Nick gave me a sample out of the bright of, um, his next like Pilsner, but basically like where it's at now, it's like more of like a Keller beer mm-hmm. and it has like, like, um, primarily like sauce hops in it. And, it was like chef's kiss, like beautiful, yeah. like naturally carbonated. I was just like, no, you could like stop it here. Yeah. And I'll like fuck this up for <laughs> the whole night. You know what I mean? Like, spun that bitch up. Yeah. Let's party. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And I'm yeah. like, dude. This that's what beautiful. I want to drink in the summertime. I mean, that's like, totally. that is the summer beer for me. Yeah. Um, are they doing stuff through the side pour still? I know that was like they were kind of All one of the early adopters. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I he need said to get it down um, there. Yeah. So if any if any brewers are out there, he like made a point to tell me he has like twelve extra because of the way he had to order through Luker. So mm-hmm. if you know anyone mm-hmm. who needs some side oh, pours, oh really? Okay, yeah, he's got I actually some. might he's take them up yeah. on that. So yeah. cool. Yes, I would like to do that very much because they are expensive. Um, and if we don't have to order a whole bunch of them, I may utilize a few. <laughs> um, if you don't have to wait for international shipping. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the nice well, thing about that is that there are like people in America now that like always usually have them because they're using them. Like I know Modern Draft out of Massachusetts, they're like a big, like they always have them too. So. Oh, okay. I do. That's good to know. Um, bad news. Instagram not cooperating. Uh, when I bring up the old uh, uh, thing to see where our votes were at, it just says, fuck you, try again later, basically. So we'll come back to it. You know what? We'll try at the end of the episode. We'll see if uh, Instagram gets their <laughs> shit together. Um, so we will hold you in suspense for a little bit longer about what our April episode, I'm sorry, May episode a topic is going to be for our showdown in May. Um, but for uh, those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, we do one episode, we do an episode every single week, once a month, first Monday of the month is our showdown episode where we pick 
of three topics from our spinny wheel uh, that is full of potential topics that were suggested from our listeners and social media friends. And then we pick three at random and then we put it out on the social medias for all of our uh, friends and listeners and social media followers to help us vote on. So you select it once we know what it is. We usually announce in this episode and the next episode we will... uh, talk about which movies we picked that pertain to that topic and then the showdown episode we talk about those movies argue about them uh vote and someone takes home that goddamn belt for the month um so uh, sidebar i'm toads getting those uh 12 mini ones so we will officially be able to have like monthly uh, little baby belts little baby belts <laughs> like, yes. so like when we go out baby you can actually like, is my favorite you can, like, type put of them cheese on your, <laughs> you'll be able to like wear so like if you have like if we okay brian you and i both won two right steve do you remember that um two i've won more than two i've won two in a row yeah we're only done four so far so we've each won two four and no steve, we haven't We've She's done saying for the year, but for the I'm, year, yeah, oh, for the year. You Jesus saucy. Christ! Listen, but, I, I don't, but our but the calendar year isn't the full year. I yeah. know. I mean, but like from the beginning, from January. Jesus yeah, I know. Christ, this uh, isn't this isn't the NASCAR. <laughs> you know, this isn't the, this isn't the the NASCAR Sprint Cup series. We don't do season points. This is Brian, all the time. All she's trying to do well, is fine. engage all in it. Steve Erasure. Yeah, because I haven't I haven't won one in 2022. Yeah. Sure, yeah. fine. Yes, yes, right. that, that's actually that my point that I that wanted to make. That doesn't really help. That doesn't really but help you also, when I do they, win, though. <laughs> they do also just sell them in 12 packs. So we just got to go and like. So I guess May. I'll get them for the May. May will be our official number one for the next season. Technically, um, right? Listen, yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go into negotiations on this. Is this gonna be like when the baseball like owners and players organizations <laughs> come together? We're gonna have to negotiate about when the season situation starts because I'm yeah, because not I just said board. it would be fine if it started in January. I'm and, sure you would be fine if it started. I don't in January. give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You can tell me it starts in May. You guys are just like playing games with my heart right now. I don't like one thing you said I would have argued with. (laughs) No, I know. You're trying to start start it in May, but why not just start it in June? Because that's when the one year anniversary will be. That's no, I thought May was. I thought May. That's why I was saying. No, June was was our first June, like sixth or something was our Mm -hmm. first episode last year. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, so, guys. I don't do I'm anniversaries is... ever with anything in my life, so um, I'll be the person that forgets it. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is I think at this point, your boy, if we do it that way, your boy has statistically wrapped up the point lead title for year number one, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. We can go back and check the tally, bro. Like okay. We can go back, okay? Let's go. That's all I'm saying is I'm taking it home. Anyway. Wait, do you, uh, get, do you like want like an extra prize or something? Like, well, no, then I you just get some recognition. Yeah. Yo, I mean, you get, I want, you get to keep the bigger belt I just made out to, of like, yoga mats. Yeah. I want to yeah. sit on a platform of some sort and have you guys carry me somewhere. That's what I want. <laughs> like a Caesar Augustus style. You want like, almost, you know. like we'll be your pallbearers or something like that. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd prefer to not be deceased. I would more no, no, rather no, be I in mean, like a Caesar Augustus you, type situation. Yeah, but it would be a coffin, so we would just be your like pallbearers. Like, I guess, we would, Yeah, we'd be the yeah. one carrying you. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. Um, 
any it'll case, be the, it'll he, be the WrestleMania nine entrance where you yeah. carry the Undertaker out and <laughs> yes, he's got the big yes. vulture on the stick. Yeah, or or the Macho or I'll go Macho Man's uh, you know situation where he was he was uh, what, what was his name briefly? He had a different name. Why is it escaping me right now? Macho King. Macho King. Yeah, he's a Macho King. I'll go. Uh, I'll go full Macho King too. That uh, might work, uh, and we'll get him a little little. You know, I don't know who's going to be Miss Elizabeth, but we'll figure it out. Um, he would have totally oh, had Burger King yeah, as his sponsor cream. at that point. What? <laughs> Rises to the top. Um, <laughs> all right. But if you want to help us vote on all of this nonsense and pick the topics that we beat each other up about, follow us on the social medias. If you just type in Halloween is forever in Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. It'll come up. It's a little uh, pumpkin, little digital pumpkin guy there, like a little eight bit pumpkin. Check it out. It's cool. Or you can email us at Halloween is forever pod at gmail.com if you just kind of feel like doing it that way for whatever reason. All right, let's get into this piece of shit movie. Usually what I do is I watch the movie and I try to like not know a bunch about it and then do all my, you know, write notes, do all this thing, like uh, kind of formulate my initial thought on the overall movie. And then I go back and do a little bit of research on it, like look into the director if I don't if I'm not that familiar with it, look into some of the actors and stuff. I literally didn't even bother to do those other things. Like I don't even know who directed this piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I would just really appreciate if they never didn't. directed another movie uh, <laughs> ever again. This movie, despite the fact that it's a Tubi original, I listen. I'm not mad at Tubi. I don't blame Tubi. Right. Right. Tubi. That's like why mad they, at his... they made a point to say it was an original. I'm yeah, going to fight the system right now because I don't yeah. have actually a mic holder right now, so I get to hold my mic myself. I know. You are and like I cutting like... a promo so hard right now. <laughs> yeah, like um, they put I... their stamp on it. They're like, we they like did. this. Yeah. You know what? I want to hear your genuine, like, I want to hear your critique of Tubi right now. No, are you okay. going to kiss their ass? Or getting are you mad speak at the Tubi truth? for making a bad movie is like getting mad at a zebra for having stripes, Meg. I've you can't. Bullshit. You can't. This movie, Tubi is, what I love about Tubi is it is the cesspool of streaming services. So this is the exact type they would make. Yeah, we have to consider how much money did Tubi actually put into the production or did they just buy the rights to show it first? Because who really made this movie is the notorious The Mm. Asylum. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Famous for, well, rather more infamous Mm -hmm. for everything else like Boa versus Megasnake or whatever the fuck, the Sharknados and sci-fi, sci-fi horror. So I think sci-fi channel. I feel like maybe, okay. Like, so if we're looking at it that way, again, I'll like back down from my um, attack here and just talk about, they just want the cult classics. The ones that people are going to always talk about for being so bad that you watch them. Mm -hmm. Well, they're doing the shutter model from what I understand, Mm, which is they say it's a shutter original because it's the first place that it's, streaming on sure um some of those movies were kind of made i think in i don't know in connection with shutter in some capacity but a lot of them like when like uh uh wasn't was fried berry shutter original there's a bunch of different ones who are shutter originals that weren't actually like produced in any way by right. shutter which is like steve mm-hmm. said they bought the rights to basically stream them first for a period of time and then they go out into in, into the the you environment know what I feel right? like you know here's like um though what i think is like sneaky about that 
is that like something like I know Netflix puts a lot of money into like some of the movies that they put out as like Netflix originals like that well, became Netflix, their platform. It, Netflix is now the the largest movie production company in right. the world, right? Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, they they're like very huge for it. Whereas I feel like there is going to be this misperception in the consumer's mind is like when they see something like a Shutter original or to be original, they're going to think it might be of that quality. Because I, I, I think as much as there's not, like not all Netflix movies are great, but I think I've mm-hmm. enjoyed quite a few. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's tricky. They're fucking playing games with my heart. Again, the, going back straight voice Meg, on this, Meg guys. is again cutting a full promo. You guys can't see <laughs> her, but she is... <laughs> She's pointing at us, <laughs> spitting. She's she's just raging and I'm asking yeah. Bruce to hold me back right she's now. She's holding the mic like <laughs> like the lead singer of Prodigy too. You guys can't see that, but <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, this isn't new. Like, Troma has been doing this forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Hallmark Tro- has been doing this forever. Yeah, yeah. Like, mean, are we talking specifically channel. about putting out shitty movies, or specifically yeah. talking about Both. having movies Both. made and then Both. disclaiming them to be put there? No, 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 no. They are making <laughs> these shitty movies, like Hallmark, okay, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sci-fi yeah, totally. channel, like a sci-fi channel. Definitely with some of these Asylum movies and, and other movies of that ilk, like Sci-Fi Channel claimed these movies. They were called Sci-Fi Originals sure. um, back in the day before all these streaming services where at three in the morning you would watch, yeah, the 2004 ver- equivalent of fucking Sharknado or whatever, which mm-hmm. I don't remember when that came out. But you get you get the you get the 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 the, the gist there. But um, yeah, listen, it's 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 questionable, but. I would expect that from Tubi. Tubi's the Brian's fucking drinking the Kool Aid for sure. Yeah, Tubi's the like like I said, it's like getting mad at a at a uh, you put your finger in the water and you get mad because because shark jumps up and bites your hand off. <laughs> He's a goddamn shark. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. It's in his nature. This is Tubi's nature. Let's like not forget. Not maybe a month and a half ago, you proclaiming. <laughs> your love and like dedication to Tubi. Still there, like, intact. 100% <laughs> intact. Yeah, you're just not defending them at this point. <laughs> yeah. it's First of all, it's blasphemous, the things that you're saying, and I am f- infuriated beyond belief by them. Tubi is... It, there's no guardrails. That's what I, I love like about that. Tubi. Yeah. There's no guardrails. Yeah. You go on Tubi, and I have found some fucking incredible bullshit that I loved on Tubi that Blood I Fart knew Lake. nothing about. Yeah, Blood Fart Lake. That was fucking insanely <laughs> funny. I had a blast with Blood Fart Lake. You could stumble on something like Thanksgiving. You could stumble on Microwave Massacre. You could stumble on so much good shit. Like, there's actually good movies on there, too. But then, for every movie like that, there's also you know, the clowning five or some shit. You know what I mean? Like the dumbest, most horseshit stuff ever. And you run that risk. And the risk is part of the the thrill. It's part of the experience. It's like going into the shitty, grimy, smoky, sticky video store and picking something out just based on the on the cover. So yeah. that's all I'm saying, guys. I rest my case. I rest my case. I think it's fair to say that we were all tricked by the asylum. You know, we were yeah. tricked. We uh, like oh, yeah. we thought this movie might have been something else, mm-hmm. but it's it's literally just exploitative dog shit that's not yeah. even like good. No, like, mm-hmm. it, it, not they, even a little bit. Not mm-hmm. even a little bit. Like they, I I would say they front load. 
probably the first 15 minutes to mm-hmm. get you to the point to where you're not going to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. rest of the movie is fucking boring. I only didn't turn it filler. off. Yeah. I only didn't turn it off because I knew I had to talk about it. Well, yes. I mean, that, I like, mean, most it. of like that's it. Yeah, yeah. If it, I mean, <laughs> Listen, if it wasn't yeah. for this, we probably all would have shut it off. Not but, me. I probably would have watched it at the end because I am a <laughs> you do like shit movies crazy a lot. person. Yeah. I listen. I watched Clownado. To, to completion. But that actually sounds more and when interesting I say that, I mean Titanic it in two very different ways. What's that? I almost wish they would have just recreated the Titanic with Leo and um, Kate Winslet. Like, yeah. But with like spookiness to it. Like, they, I want it. I want yeah. the let paint me like a French whore type fucking scene. I want that. But I, I want it to be the, like, I love that I uses it up. her blood. Draw me like one of your French girls. I said paint me like one of your French girls. girls, And Meg said paint me like one of your whores. (laughs) But with blood. Yeah, but with blood. Yeah, I know. Listen, they could have done that better. But you know, but this is the thing. If you look, this this is starring almost exclusively people whose their their biggest credits are like Hallmark Christmas movies and shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a couple other notable people, but. But that's about it. Um, so yeah, this movie was done for thirty thousand dollars or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's surprising because like even in the credits, they say this is shot on like uh, like the red weapon cameras, mm-hmm. which are like fifty thousand a piece. And I'm like, really? Well, holy shit! Are you renting those? <laughs> because yeah. everything else looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah, I think probably. To be let them feels... borrow them, um, and the, but they had to give them back. That was yeah, the like, contribution. Def- <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the yeah. contribution. I do feel like this is one of those movies that got shot in, like they were shooting a Hallmark Christmas movie, mm-hmm. and they were just like, all right, guys, you have three days to use this equipment because we have to shut down for three days because of whatever mm-hmm. reason. Film this movie real quick. Mm-hmm. Like so it really does feel like that. You're saying we you should have the like, local YMCA pool and that's it. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. You're saying we should keep our eyes peeled for like Hallmark to see if exactly. they have a boat movie coming out. Like yeah. not necessarily Titanic. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna literally be called like a boat for Christmas or like <laughs> Captain it'll, Christmas, no, it'll the come boat out guy. This summer. Of it'll come out this summer, guys. Like Santa it will. Santa boat. The Christmas colon, cruise. Colon, colon Christmas boat. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, the Christmas miracle on the 34th parallel. <laughs> you gave them way too much credit. That You, yeah, you got to say, TM that right now, bro, because they're yeah. going to take that. Like, yeah, it's got, take that. No, they, somebody in the room suggests something like that. They go, shut up, Steve. It's called Christmas boat. <laughs> You come up with anything even remotely clever, they go, that's too many words. It should be called Santa Boat at Christmas Christmas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Kate and I have a whole list, like a running list of like dozens of potential Christmas, Hallmark Christmas movie names. Nice. And the best one. It has never gotten better. Like I came up with some good ones I thought was fun. were funny. I remember like Country Christmas. Oh, uh, down home country Christmas two colon a big city Christmas. <laughs> and like, so, <laughs> but then Kate has I the s- best, the best one ever. I honestly got almost puked. I was laughing so hard. A, <laughs> it's a Christmas in December. <laughs> <laughs> I still am gonna stand by. Oh. You guys need to have a dating app or dating podcast, like literally. 
I would fucking die laughing. Won't listen she to that. Fucking cracks me up. Uh, we have so many good ones. We'll wait till Christmas time. We'll go through that. But in any case, this uh, this one feels like an old sci-fi horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, so we're not going to go through plot by plot. But I do want to call out some of the dumber parts in the movies that, and, and I'm sure you guys have some too, because I was just like barely paying attention. It was so fucking boring. But listen, this is in a summer summary. W- what happens here? There's a fucking boat. It's called. <laughs> The Titanic three. Is this a thanks killing situation? Hold Did on. they just go from one to three? No, because uh, there is a Titanic cinematic universe because okay. the asylum has already produced a Titanic two oh. movie. Mm. Yeah. What is wait, it? A, it's a that, horror wait, it was then, just, right? I mean, was it just called a Titanic two or mm-hmm, like, did yeah. it have like a Titanic six, Titanic six, two thing? electric boogaloo? It was just called Titanic yeah. two. And I think it was made because huh. there was there was some sort of attempt in Australia to build a Titanic two for real. Mm. So I think that's ill-advised. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the asylum got word this of that. This movie told us like, so. We're going to yeah. fucking make a movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's build the Hindenburg two. Like that's a fucking great <laughs> idea. Um, yeah, the whole fucking idea is they build the the Titanic three. Um, there's some greedy dickhead professor on board who has salvaged a bunch of valuables from the original Titanic. Who site. isn't a dickhead on this boat? They're like, all dickheads. Literally, they're all literally dickheads. <laughs> yeah, the captain, and, then, and that's about it. Yeah, the captain. She's, I guess, not a dickhead, but she is the worst captain ever, and she's mm-hmm. definitely not a real captain. She lied on her resume. Yeah, not at all. Um, <laughs> but they, they, they get these valuables, and the whole thing is kind of like a scheme to sell um, artifacts from the Titanic to mm. super wealthy people. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. And the great great granddaughter of the original captain of the Titanic comes back, does it like a seance thing to because they're kept profiting off of their death and. And it's like an Egyptian mummy curse situation, basically. Mm-hmm. And they come back and they just scream at people until they die. That's the fucking movie. That, and that's it. That's the and whole thing. And we're done. The show's <laughs> over. Yeah. And Adios. we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> the, the hilarious part of like how s- stupid this plot is of like they go through all this trouble of building a ship and then luring <laughs> rich people on the ship to sell them parts from the original ship. Like mm-hmm. in 2022, <laughs> all you would do is sell NFTs of yeah. fucking photos <laughs> of shit that like of the wreckage. You would like, also sell like even just like a virtual reality version of yeah. this trip. No, you no, would guys, never, this is fantasy camp on, for a Titanic fucking ship ever. <laughs> People you know, don't you can go leave to, like, their Penguin's house anymore. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm literally <laughs> laying on my bed right now. You are, but you are still cutting that promo hard. I appreciate it. <laughs> Meg, Meg is, it's like she's doing like calisthenics with her arms and she's <laughs> she's rolling around. It's a, she, Yo, I'm uh, getting she's comfy like, over here, motherfuckers. Yeah. She's like down the Chris Jericho or Eddie Guerrero promo. <laughs> yes. where she's just yeah. like yeah. lazily Jericho. calling out calling out her opponent like she doesn't yeah. respect yeah. her opponent anymore. No respect. Yeah. She, she right now she's she, it's a cross between Y2J and the uh uh that that film of David Hasselhoff laying on his floor eating that cheeseburger. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yes, exactly. Um yeah, you guys both made the list so fuck you. <laughs> Um, so anyway, here, uh, one of the first things I noticed that I kind of like chuckled at was 
they do this entire huge, not huge, but they definitely put the, the CGI budget, which again, it's not good, but they put the most work into the whole like kind of shove off scene, which is like when they're departing, they have like make it look like there's like hundreds of people on board mm. uh, mm-hmm. the ship. Um, and it doesn't look unbelievably bad, but it, it doesn't look good. But right. compared to the rest of the CGI, it's not terrible. But mm-hmm. then the whole rest of the movie, there's only like six people on board. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's- Did you guys um, like because speaking of the CGI, if like I just felt like majority of this entire film was just based on a CGI budget completely. Yeah. And it was oh, yeah. it was done by like a fifteen year old. Like yeah, yeah. the ghost oh, effects yeah. are fucking terrible. They're yeah, they're literally something anybody could do. Like you could mm-hmm. find an After Effects tutorial and do it yourself. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it would just it would look just as good. Like there's so many mistakes in the fucking like <laughs> CGI. I'm watching it. I'm like, how the fuck do you just miss that? Like, yeah, or they just don't <laughs> care. It's like they had twenty minutes. Honestly, yeah. I, I said multiple times to myself. I guarantee you Steve could do a better job than yeah. this yeah. Like, yeah. in an afternoon. The one you called out where it's like towards like the end where it's supposed to be like one of the more climactic kills, the 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 one ghost woman, which we're not even gonna get into all the characters probably because it's so fucking I did, pointless. I think it's only I think it's only important to point her out because she's the big star of the film. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah she, I guess she's she like is. on the front cover. Right. Yeah, she's because in it for like 20 minutes, 30 well, minutes, maybe. It, it's it's Poet Laureate Anna Lynn McCord, mm-hmm. who <laughs> it maybe you heard or saw or not. She was the one who put out that poem to Putin mm-hmm. of, yeah. of, if I were your mother, maybe this wouldn't be happening back when, mm-hmm. you know, there was the original invasion, which, yeah. wow, mm-hmm. it's interesting how that's maybe now the second worst thing she's done this year. Yeah, like, really. <laughs> yeah, she wrote an open letter to Vladimir Putin, basically. Yeah, uh, in poem form, and it was hey, the most cringy, Im- stupid thing in the world. True influencer fashion. She just felt like she could actually change the world, and she can go. Yeah, for yeah she just delusions of grandeur, yeah. just uh, to the umpteenth degree. You, you have to wonder if she put that out knowing this movie was coming out because it's such exploitative garbage. Mm-hmm. That because I mean it, the film is released on the anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. <laughs> I didn't even realize yes. that. It's the, yeah, it's the anniversary Neat. of the sinking, and they start <laughs> the, they start the film. Awesome. Yeah, they start the film with a reenactment, and then it's so tasteless. It's so tasteless, and then her first line of dialogue is a, like a meta line of dialogue of how. Yeah. It's all exploitative for the 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 right. creation of money. Yeah, and it's right. like I, it, that's what you're doing, though. <laughs> you're doing yeah, that, that right what you now. Would consider yeah. just like all this In real meta life. because, like, literally, it's just I I want to not believe that life is like that, but I feel like life is like that for a lot of people who like consider themselves influencers, and it like just that type of shit breaks my brain where I'm like (laughs) trying to live in reality as much as possible. And then I see that shit and I'm like, is there a lot, is that what influencing is like where they just literally live in a non-reality reality reality for themselves? You're just a character in your own, you're just a character in your own movie kind of thing. So (laughs) it actually is pretty meta. This movie might rule. Anyway, it doesn't uh, rule, no. but it is hella meta because it's yeah, like, yeah. because yeah. you know you have all that set up, and then like the plot line, like you said, is about rich people trying to profit off the sinking of the Titanic, 
Mm-hmm. That's literally what this movie is. It's trying to profit mm-hmm. off the sinking of the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Like, but there's no ghost curse to fucking right the wrongs. <laughs> I like to think. Can that we create it is... a ghost curse right now? Can we do it right now? Can we like? I don't. I don't it, have those powers. Just, call can somebody. Can we just like do? Um, can we go? Yeah, uh, better yeah. call somebody. Uh, is it just like a drinking game? Well, the ghost curse will be called a drinking game. That's what it yeah. is. And yeah. we just drink every time they say something dumb. The ghost curse and is I'm alcoholism. And I'm wasted now because of that. Yeah. Because <laughs> alcoholism and that is the most real life thing we could deal but with. But it's right also now. genetics. The ghost curse is genetic alcoholism. <laughs> the hey, ghost curse is being relative. Irish. <laughs> the ghost curse is all, our Irish We didn't blood. know what the Captain Edward's last name was, so hey. Yeah, Smith. Is Smith? Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, that's He's British. Like yeah, no, no, yeah, I was going to say, he could still be drunk. Yeah, he could be. He could yeah, be I'm pretty sure alcoholism has escaped the borders of Ireland. He drinks a lot of beer. <laughs> I mean, it started there, obviously. Oh, no. It originated in Ireland. Oh, no, it escaped. <laughs> oh, no, alcoholism escaped the Emerald Isle. <laughs> we're, we're all of a sudden super anti-Irish. <laughs> I All think of I, a sudden, I right. think this I show is so belligerent right now, guys. <laughs> recently referred to somebody as a filthy, I- illiterate Irish locust, <laughs> which is my wife. Um, and I'm also <laughs> half Scotch Irish. Um, in any case, guys, guys, Where guys, the guys. Like literally, very belligerent, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just all we're just all so mad that we watched this movie. <laughs> so fucking bad. And you like, yeah. oh, so here, much. There's a couple happens. of there's a couple of really funny lines I did write down though. Um, at one point when um, when uh, the uh, I I think it's like what she was clearly supposed to look a little bit like Rose, like Kate Winslet's character, mm-hmm. the the stowaway great granddaughter right, who right. eventually takes like her great great grandfather's like spirit into her body or something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she mm-hmm. had his ashes too. Like she had an urn, dude. Yeah, it was a whole thing. There was a whole ritual involved. Um, I'm pretty sure it was in the scene where she accuses. Um, him of, uh, of the professor of doing something and, and he's like no the way they did some of the scene like the the cinematography for it, it's like okay he he clearly is wearing a ring that she like is looking at but there's like no context until like obviously we find out like 10 minutes later mm-hmm. right yeah yeah and, and so it was... it's like there was excessive shots like that yeah, and there's a scene where, like you just said, Meg, there's a scene where he explains the significance of the ring, but like, and it's with a character we've never seen before. They mm. just cut in with it. Yeah. Like, so it was just kind of edited out of space. Like, why not just throw that big at the beginning so we know why she's upset? They tried to do it like yeah. it was this kind of foreshadowing thing, but it's just really clunky writing. But it happened writing. after yeah. the fact. It happened after. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. all like, yeah. This is all clunky and stupid. <laughs> um, the only person I recognized, at least initially from this movie, was the guy who played the like head of security. Which what was was his name? Brian. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, the bald one or the, yeah, the bald one. The bald. Oh one. yeah. His name's Joseph Gat, and he plays a lot of like supernatural and like creature type of people because he's huge and mm-hmm. like jacked, and he's bald, and he has a particularly unique look because i think he has like some form of alopecia or something like that okay. whereas he doesn't have any he, uh, he has no eyebrows no hair in his head you know he i think he just um it's some sort of you know medical condition that he has i believe you know he reminded me of though um you guys see silicon valley uh, I've, uh, I've seen a few seen episodes it. yeah you know like the head of Huli. oh okay 
yeah, he kind of yeah, looks yeah. like him, but like bald and bigger, but and like big and jacked. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like trying to. Re- he also had um, some of my least favorite acting in this movie, though. He's very bad. I mean, and that's hard to say because there are some really terrifically bad performances. <laughs> I had to describe this as the acting in this movie reminded me of like children's shows, like where there were some that were either either overacting or underacting, but it was mm-hmm. just always like so dramatic, and you're just like, whoa! If you said that to me in real life, I'd be like. You okay? Yeah, the dialogue doesn't feel even remotely real. And I think what happened is like you can tell there was definitely some scenes where they were just like, here's the gist, improvise. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you don't have time to learn lines, but then the actors didn't have the chops to be able to do that. You know what would have been a better name for this movie is CSI Titanic. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. Literally, probably See, oh, a more oh, yeah. accurate thing. For yeah, to, to your point, Brian, there is a very, the, probably the funniest line in the whole movie. I is, think I know what you're going to say. Is when the boat <laughs> is headed towards another iceberg, because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> and they have no control over the system. And it's like the second in command. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> Oh God! She, she goes. She goes to improv a line, and she says, "I can't control." Pause. The controls. <laughs> I, can't, I literally wrote down in all caps. I can't control the controls. <laughs> and earlier, the captain goes, sure "Override the override." Yeah, it's so. Love, now that was, I think, a written line. But the one you're talking about, yeah. she does it. She she goes, "I," can't, and then she corrects herself, and they left it in. She's right. like, "I can't control the." Controls. I can't control the Titanic. <laughs> like, so bad. The, I actually like wrote that second down choice, too. Her second choice of improv was still shit. Yeah, and she was lost. Oh, I love that. I wrote those two down. That was that. That was probably the line of the movie. There were some was. other really good ones. Um, Do you think this was just an improv experiment? In that this like that that that's what I think was funding it. it was an improv. yeah. Perhaps I'm not sure. It it I did also really appreciate at one point the 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 professor, which I'm just gonna call him professor and captain mm-hmm. and all that shit. Like it's fucking right. game of clue. But they they uh like there's a one point where the the professor was getting like straight up horny for shipwrecks. Yeah, like when he was showing the wedding ring, like he yeah. seemed like he was getting sexually aroused by the idea of the the ring on his finger yeah. and stuff it was yeah. he was yeah this belonged um, to a dead man and now i'm wearing it and now it's mine. yeah that turned him on like <laughs> yeah. yes he for probably, sure do you think he uses it as a cock ring too <laughs> that would be, if it's the same size as your finger you've got i mean it could be listen i'm not shaming anybody it might be um, dick shame someone the way, i'm not the way <laughs> like oliver platt's character was horny for crocodiles and like you see that in other movies he, yeah. was, he was just horny for ocean garbage <laughs> <laughs> imagine him just like laying in that big like floating plastic island in the pacific and just like oh fuck yeah like that's oh, uh fuck that's microplastics like... <laughs> oh, i'm gonna shoot um oh dude sorry. you guys want to actually hear i did write a note you're talking about that dude get the historian getting horny i was yeah. just like he like i literally wrote a note saying he was about to blow his fucking load <laughs> just talking about it was like it the was original really erotic. art like that literally is what i felt like he was just like 
if this wasn't a porno, like it could yeah. have been. I bet you, actually, let me hypothesize that this actually was started and they initially wanted it to be a porno, but they're like, guys, we can't have the budget for that. Yeah. They didn't have the budget the, for the penises. Well, and they, the- they only had the budget for, like, they, honest to God, sat in a room, I have no doubt in my mind, and said, what's the cheapest kills we can do? Mm-hmm. Mm. Which were... Most of them were a CGI ghost screaming and someone dropping dead. Yeah. Like that is there was two kills that even had like any amount of like gore to them. And it one was the the, the old woman with the necklace. That mm, I was gets, gonna say she was my favorite kill, probably. Yeah, and, and honestly, it was the best kill and it was still absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. Because it was just hurt like the necklace kind of tightening around her neck but not really and Mm -hmm. then cgi blood and uh fuck you you know yeah um at least there at one point there was the guy the guy and uh, uh, the guy with the accent that is like arguing with brian when he the the security guy when he's in the like the hall i don't even know where he came from he sounded like he had some sort of like west african accent oh yeah he was just like another security guard that that one one wasn't really that good either the the one that stood out to me no but he tried to act it oh yeah like he's right yeah you know no the one that stood out to me which was the only one that like any kind of extra budget to it they had they had money for a decapitation via mm-hmm. cgi because mm-hmm. they had that's um, true i forgot about that one. yeah it was like it, and it was just so random because it was just a uh it was just an uh, an engineer in the engine room yeah doubt right yeah, yeah, he gets decapitated by like a steam pipe shooting a valve. Yeah, and like steam I do like when they they came down though and were like, "Oh, muffins!" Like when they found him, they were just like not really <laughs> oh, no. like it was just not that big I of a deal. I almost thought she were... asked him to like throw him overboard too. Right. Yeah, she, the captain was just like yeah, bloodthirsty in a way. Like she was just comes down decapitated crew member. She's like ah shit. Like it was like someone spilled well, milk. Well, he was he was hourly, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know really, if it like, would have actually helped this movie, but I feel like in ways it might have. Is that if you added a half hour to this movie to develop characters a little better, maybe? Because yeah. that would have made it longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying like there was no emotional attachment to anyone. Nah. And right, like. The CGI sucked, but like, what could have made you care about the characters besides maybe developing a little? <sighs> that I guess that's I'm the only option, guys. But like, that's I'm not like saying you, that's what I want. It's like if you spill like a bowl of cereal on the ground and you're like, oh, can we make this edible again? I guess we could s- <laughs> scrape it all up like in a dustpan and put it back in the bowl, but it's going to have, it's still going to have a bunch of dog hair and shit in it. You know, the, the couple ways you fix some of these problems, Meg is one, the, the couple were introduced to at the beginning with Anna Lynn McCord and whoever mm. guy, her, whoever's playing her husband, which you I mean, don't. He's a fucking Hallmark Christmas dude. Don't kill them Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. Yeah. What you don't do is you make the audience spend fifteen to twenty minutes with them and then kill them off, and yeah. then try to make the audience like the professor at the end. Yeah, that was so. I did mm. not see that. I thought the professor was going to eat shit in the climactic scene. Right. I like he, he was almost the big bad. Yeah. You know, in yeah. a way. Um, I almost but then they like tried couple... to redeem him. That influencer couple, I felt like there could have been a story where they they focused so much on them, it did not make sense for them to die first because I feel like because there was so much focus on them, everything else just like felt right like 
boring and and loose or like light mm-hmm. because yeah. you're like I have no I have no clue who anyone else is besides yeah. them. It's and a now freaking gone. So that's like classic sci-fi movie shit, mm-hmm. sci-fi channel movie shit. Like you don't care about anyone and also everyone kind of looks the same because mm-hmm. they're all like very good looking but generically good looking like wannabe Hollywood actors mm-hmm. who are just taking absolute bullshit and hoping nobody sees it. But they're not necessarily talented, but they are good looking enough to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's honestly like what Hallmark movies are. Yeah. But now I'm they've gotten better. to be attracted to because that's the thing it's like there's almost never somebody in these movies that i actually go like oh that person's genuinely attractive Mm -hmm. because they're all so generic it's like it's like if um an ai had to draw (laughs) draw an attractive person you know what i mean like they're almost uncanny valley in a a weird way do you think Um, this was actually an ai movie do you think those people were real the script might have been written by an ai yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I just, I just, this just came to me. This is what this movie reminds me of. It is a cross between one of like a, an ad for like a local, like a TV or 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 internet spot for a local haunted attraction. Oh yeah, and cro- mashed up with like one of those stupid like YouTube jump scare videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that is that is pretty much the inspiration for this movie, I feel like. Yeah, I think oh. yeah, I think I'm you could like you. start it off and I mean it, it makes sense that it would be an ad campaign cuz like mm-hmm. she says amaze balls in 2022. <laughs> oh god, yes. I And I can only that. imagine most ad copywriters are 30 years behind. <laughs> I'm mildly yeah. offended because I think I've definitely like said amaze balls so um I'm a little bit <laughs> I was right now. <laughs> I was waiting for her to be like this boat's all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> just like, after she said amaze balls, I was like, what? Um, but uh, my favorite, maybe my favorite part of the movie, which is unbelievably bad, but I, it was the only part I rewound, was the 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 male couple, male uh, person from, in, from the influencer couple. Mm. When he gets grabbed, it looks like a like Instagram story, like, animation Mm, there's smoke yeah there's smoke and then these little dumb animated hands like Mm -hmm. come out of the smoke and pull him in but they're so cartoonish and stupid like it it was just unbelievably bad as soon as that happened i was like all right like i already had a pretty good idea we were in for but that confirmed it yeah (laughs) can i safely say this movie had five out of five poops yeah, it was like a, it was a big old shit sandwich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I one of the it, something that's interesting, and I I don't know. I guess it's kind of expected that like they would crash the Titanic again and sink it again. But like, if this was a better movie or a movie with taste, they wouldn't. Hmm. Like the whole thing would be to redeem the Titanic and not crash it again. Yeah, and like and try to find the uh, the 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 grandfather ghosts captain like some piece like you know if this movie had any taste or like do like some... a haunting type situation mm-hmm. what if yeah. what if they save like... it at the last moment mm. yeah, i was gonna say what if it was more so a you could have had a good outcome and had that like where they were redeemed after killing everyone and like basically 
the ship going to its destination, but with no one on it. Mm-hmm. Or we could have had a sequel like preview and people show up and they're like, oh, my God, no one's on this. But all the ghosts are back on the ship. Oh, like in Ghostbusters gonna, you know, 2 when the Titanic arrives. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like, you know what I would like? And I was really rooting for it. And I knew it was a long shot, but I was holding out hope till the end was that all the icebergs were ghosts. That had been nice. That had been sweet. <laughs> like they just come to life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all like fully self-aware icebergs. And this is really um, just a climate like fucking it's a climate change movie. movie. Like, yeah. yeah it's like, a whole climate change story. Yeah. And then Al Gore comes out and goes, we told you so. <laughs> and then he turns into man bear pig and rips everywhere. You know, if this was actually a real thing though, those icebergs would not be existing at all. There'd yeah. be no icebergs there. <laughs> right. So, yeah. well, it depends on when uh, they set sail, but yeah. <laughs> they did the um uh, uh the the scene with the clunkiest dialogue. I had to just call this out because it was it was so hor- it was they gave them no direction and no lines. I you could tell was when they were trying to go back and watch the video of the when the 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 male influencer guy gets killed the cell phone footage basically of of her, his wife yeah um and they're sitting in the control room they're all yep. like looking over each other's shoulders and he's like did he just disappear and then she's like <laughs> rewind that rewind it back go back what it, what happened like it was just so, so fucking bad it's so fucking bad and they do they do that scene like twice because they yeah. have the scene where the captain and the security guard look through it and they go, oh, it must have been the professor. But then yeah. there's another cosplayer on the boat and she gets a look at it later in the film. She's like, no, it's a ghost. And they're like, shut up. There's a fucking ghost. Idiot. <laughs> shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was probably the most genuine character on the ship. She was the best. She might have. She might have been the best actor. She probably yeah, I was. was. Say, I hated her the least. Yeah, I hated her the least. But they're they're definitely like shut up and get back to the buffet cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Uh, I, oh, I love how the um, the whole scene. Maybe my favorite scene in the movie, honestly, was the whole scene with Brian, the head of security, and the captain down in the boiler room. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Brian knows like a ton about boilers. And also, there's a laptop computer in the boiler room open on a table right. that is controlling the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes down. She's like, I got to fix the boat. He's like, it's got to blow. The boiler can't take this much pressure. I'm like, aren't you the head of security? How the fuck do you know the boiler's not working properly? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, there's just a laptop that controls the ship's engine on a table like isn't wouldn't that be up in the control room I mean, like, with what the him, fuck are you talking about i mean with him having so much work with the historian i mean what don't i mean he's a wild card he, yeah. he knows everything about the boat he knows everything about this engine he yeah. literally is the puppet master of all this and honestly i think he should be to blame for this curse instead of the historian i'm actually gonna go bold there 
Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Go, you know what? I'm gonna go bold and say that. Well, they they did a little role reverse when they you thought they thought they were being cute, where you thought Brian was kind of like, yes, he was guilty by association, but maybe he got pulled along for the ride, and the professor was the real badass dickhead, and then they they kind of swapped near, mm-hmm. near the end. Mm-hmm. But before we move on too far, I I do want to ask like Nancy, who's the woman we said we don't hate as much. Yeah, mm-hmm. when like how. Why would the head of security like the head of security is doing a bad job if just a random like guest can just walk into the control room of the boat, <laughs> like just walk in and be like, guys, got a problem. Yeah. Well, Nancy, yeah. Nancy's already proven that she has the ability to just show up places because <laughs> yeah. if you remember uh, in the beginning when uh, not Rose is doing her incantation spell, <laughs> not Rose in whatever yeah. warehouse they shot that in. Uh, the, the influencer couple is filming her, and then Nancy just shows up. I think so. Nancy's actually a ghost. I'm going to go bold here. <laughs> okay. I think Nancy's yeah. a, ghost. a good on board with this theory. Yeah, Nancy's yeah. a ghost. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I also would like, on my other hypothesis for it would be that she is just one of the nice friends that, like, she's so disarming that you would never suspect her or feel like, why are you here? Because she has no, like other motive besides just wanting to be wanted by people mm-hmm. so she's either a ghost or she wants to be wanted and i feel for her yeah i mean that is the most <laughs> that's more character development than any character in this entire script yeah got. no i think we're doing the work right now we're doing <laughs> yeah, the lord's yeah. work right now for we're TV. rewriting the, this this script um <laughs> another great line i have written down here She's been hanging around my treasure. <laughs> <laughs> the her treasure is her pussy. He just calls it his professor. <laughs> it's my professor's treasure. <laughs> my professor. Get that, get that treasure. Come get this treasure. Come get this treasure. Again, this could definitely have been a porno. At yeah. one point. <laughs> um, I... Uh, Oh, hey, did you guys know this? And I, again, I didn't care enough to look it up. But the only other person in this movie that I recognized was the uh, the security guy who, after the professor runs off, they're walking up that long hallway. And then he, it was the the black security guy. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, he, he's- He had a good death too. Yeah, but I didn't he has him. been in stuff, and I I didn't take a moment to look up, but I know I recognize him. No, I, but yeah, I didn't recognize him. No, I don't know what he's in, but I definitely recognize that guy. Um, but uh, oh, I also liked when <laughs> um, the captain dickweed or whatever the ghost shows up <laughs> uh, before he gets to use Edward his arctic K. arctic breath power. Um, he. <laughs> He shows up and then Brian pulls out the gun and uh, not Rose goes, what do you do? Shoot a ghost? And then he does. Just, and he and then does. She just and then ricochets and hits and the other guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be a Navy SEAL. He fires one round and hits the wrong person, literally the first one. He's, he shoots um, the ghost and it ricochets, which is yeah. not mm-hmm. how ghosts work. It should just go through them, but... No, I, I think it, I mean, it, it ricocheted off the, the wall. Yeah. Oh, did off it go the off the wall? Behind him. Mm, yeah, right. but it still is unbelievably I, I felt like yeah. it just ricocheted off, off, like he used off some... the no. ghost. Yeah. That's how oh, I, it might have been. That's even better. Yeah. That's that how it read to me, but I could be wrong. buff as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Used his magic ice powers. And then yeah, uh, eventually... Yeah, he's actually an icicle. <laughs> which, so, so why does, why does, if, if 
Captain, if Ghost Dickweed Captain Guy has um, like Arctic breath power, <laughs> then why when she, he goes into Rose's body, does he just start force choking everyone? I don't know. Because they didn't have a budget. I, yeah. I think it's funny. You know, it's, it's funny <laughs> to me that... for everything. <laughs> it's funny to me that you're calling him like Ghost Dickweed Captain, but like <laughs> there was literally a captain of the Titanic and that's who that's supposed to be. So like they're <laughs> they're turning the literal captain of the Titanic into a villain. Right. Like... <laughs> Like, oh, is he the? Is that the name of the real captain? Yeah, yeah, it's the I mean, real it's captain. Supposed to be, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that is so, beyond tasteless. He's the guy I kinda who like he's on like also. the ring too. So he was married. He had a wife. He probably had a family. <laughs> right. And they're all dead now, Brian. Oh okay? my god! Listen, I didn't make this movie. I just watched it and loved it. Um, and the, <laughs> this is coming out after Easter too. So, man, this is a very emotional week. You know, we yeah. deal with the Lord dying and the Titanic dying. We had zombie Jesus. Zombie. We had all, yeah. <laughs> this um, actually reminded me of fucking um, the zombie Nazi movie a lot, too. Like, just the one? characters kind of. The one we just. Uh, Dead like, Snow. Dead oh, Snow. the one we did. Okay. Like, yeah, like it just reminded me of the characters in ways. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not not very not too deeply though you know what I mean let's, let's I can see the imagery level. a little bit yeah, yeah. surface yeah. level here um yeah oh we didn't mention the the nude jump scare of the nude like I get it that is I mean that was the only thing this was missing was just a random uncalled for nude scene yeah and then and then we got it and, and then we got it which is also again funny because so they're on a Titanic is was there showers in the Titanic. Is I guess what I'm asking? Um, yeah, there has to be. I would be. assume so, right? There has to be. I don't know. And I don't this know. One, people this didn't was a modern as ship. Frequently. I mean, this was a modern ship. There's definitely showers on this one. Yeah, yeah. But it, I'm just saying, how would the ghost know to use a shower and be nude instead of like whatever they might have had in 1912? Well, because, listen, if you're a ghost Maybe it was Rose. and Maybe you are all painted. of a sudden thrust into this modern environment, you don't think you're going to partake in some of those modern luxuries? You don't <laughs> think ghosts want to play Nintendo Switch? Because they do. <laughs> Be empathetic, Steve. Put yourself in the ghost shoes. They want to get, they want to get down on I'm that Kirby. <laughs> yeah. I'm, going, I'm going with Brian here. <laughs> <laughs> I have my notes read like this. Other ghost shit happens. <laughs> this is awful. Like that's that's literally what my note my notes say. Uh, I can't control the controls. I mean, that I can't was control great. the I controls mean, is the, awesome. Yeah. Um, and then eventually Rose like basically puts the boat on a collision course with a with an iceberg and then slits her own throat. Yeah. Um, and then and then I wrote iceberg iceberg iceberg. <laughs> like that's literally what my notes says. <laughs> Which again, These are pretty up. accurate, though. Those are solid notes, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all it's all there. But it's like again, yeah. the the real captain of the Titanic made his own granddaughter slit her own throat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And also, and then made, and then no, never mind. The influencer uh, woman's ghost is the one who made Brian shoot right. himself. But yeah. but he does all that in service to recreating his greatest failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. This the motivation is, so is, is a, very questionable. So this is a movie about shame and failure, and how when you have a chance to redo it, 
you should do it the exact same way and have the same shame and failure. <laughs> have the same shame. Just relive your shame over and over again. Never let go that of it. That is purgatory and what we put ourselves through all the time. That's this so is metaphorical, pretty, dude. Oh, actually, my God. This is on You know on what? Point. This is this pretty apropos for this is an Easter movie. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I was like saying. Yeah. Um, I do like, honestly, the only even remotely creepy still shot from this movie which it wasn't scary at all but it was just the only thing that was even remotely creepy was the quick glance at ghost brian he kind of looked cool in the ghost with the ghost cgi like that but Mm -hmm. again that's why he's in game of thrones and shit is because he's good at looking creepy and intimidating Mm -hmm. right but it's really genuinely otherwise terrible. And then he doesn't even attack anybody. He just makes a boat fall on a woman. That was the stupidest scene in the pl- in the movie. One of the stupidest <laughs> It might have been. It might have been. I hated it. it. I was just like, <laughs> why is the boat in the fucking like, hall? In, yeah. Why? <laughs> why was there a... I, I took that as that was one of the original boats from the Titanic. And it Brian, was like on stop display. stop defending this at this it's point. Like when you like, go to stop. Add, to, it's like when you go to... <laughs> Quaker Steak and Lube, and they have that race car up in the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the fucking Bennigans of ship disasters. <laughs> There's just shit all over the walls. <laughs> yeah, a bunch there of tchotchkes was... of dead people everywhere. <laughs> there was a hallway that was in the background. There's a sign that says the shipyard. And it's like, no, you're inside the ship right now. So are you saying there's... <laughs> <laughs> that's when they're on land. That's when it's docked, Steve. That <laughs> I know. But you, it'd be funny if there was like just a, a sign on the boat that just says "dry land." <laughs> dry land, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Like, it's just, uh, <laughs> um, it's, yeah. I like how the professor's been a bastard the whole time and is literally the reason all this is happening. But then he just like lets a kid on board the boat, so now he's not. The worst, I guess. Like Ghost yeah. Captain spares him at that moment. Well, like so he he's a swind- kind of spares him, but not really. Yeah, he's a swindler. He's a misogynist. He like tries to mm-hmm. fuck other dudes' wives, mm-hmm. but in the end, he didn't want a Titanic three to happen. He didn't want the right. situation to reoccur a right. third time. Because if we right. remember, it's happened a second time, which makes me wonder. Correct. Makes me wonder why didn't he have artifacts from the second crash as well? That was, yeah. I mean, it was just for like smaller cells. <laughs> well, here's a great question. Why? What is the connection? And I have not seen this Titanic 2. Mm-hmm. But is that... <sighs> the professor is tied into some sort of larger conspiracy type thing because that's when the captain was forced to bring Brian, the head of security, on when they already had a full security team. And they insinuated that that was sketchy in a way and it was coming down from corporate. Mm-hmm. And they kept talking about calling corporate. And I'm like, who is corporate? Like Poseidon? Like who the fuck is corporate? <laughs> but they, they they go, he, he calls... Even the captain's like, I'm, I, I got to call corporate. I'm like, you're the captain. But anyway, they uh, they kind of insinuate that there's some sort of like overarching ill dealings that are happening and that that the professor is like the the supplier, if you will. But there is reason like the ultimate goal of this cruise or this, uh, 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 I don't know, venture is to sell the artifacts. So right. like. 
the professor didn't fund the ship. No. Mm-hmm. Corporate is involved in some. Right. So I don't know the the second movie, but is there some sort of conspiracy there where like, you know, you an like umbrella corp type situation? That we might have understood this movie better if we would have watched Titanic 2 first. I'm just saying we should like all that, go back and watch Titanic but, 2 and then watch this one again. Um, <laughs> it's a big no for me. That's <laughs> uh, no for me, dog. Yeah, there. I do not believe there is a link between either of them. Although, let me. Uh, I'm looking right now at the Wikipedia for Titanic two, and just in the cast list, I would like to point out that Brooke Burns, uh, she plays Doctor Kim Patterson, a glaciologist. A glaciologist? Did they deal with corporate people too? Because I feel like that's the only way there would be a connection if they somehow answered to corporate. You know what? This is such a relatable movie. I'm now on board, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my mind, and I'm totally on board. Yeah, as far as looking into corporate, I think Brian's <laughs> just reading deeper into bad writing than he should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be, guys. Could be. Um, yeah, I mean, we're spiraling towards the end of this piece of shit movie. Uh, but, but you know, essentially what happens here is the, the, the ship sinks, as you can imagine, or whatever they're on a lifeboat or whatever and then or whatever what the fuck and then the captain and the professor are basically doing the kind of rose and jack thing kind of like where they're floating on but i wish the uh, professor would have drowned yeah but instead he just freezes to death and then comes the end of the movie is just the most predictable jump scare in cinema history like you Mm -hmm. knew it was coming from a thousand miles away um and then, uh, yeah, and then, fin. and then that's it. Credits, credits roll. Yeah, <laughs> don't it, it, watch it. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's awful. I I wanted to just jump back to one. We talked about how shit the CGI is all throughout. Yeah, but like again, they front loaded the good CGI to kind of hook you in. But there's mm-hmm. a scene when the ship is sinking. And it tips it like it lists upward like the original Titanic. And then mm-hmm. they show all the deck chairs mm-hmm. like falling down the deck. But there's no oh, people yeah. like it's just a completely empty ship because it's too hard yeah. to animate people fall down as well. <laughs> oh, I thought there yeah. were people falling, but the, no. uh, maybe it was just like a bunch. They of were in there. other scenes, but not in that cut. Okay. where the, the, Yeah, because I did notice that. And I also one thing I forgot to mention, which I noticed early on was like before they even departed or maybe it was right after they departed but it was when it was still daylight out they were standing on the deck and it's this super fancy state-of-the-art ship with all these luxuries for all these rich people and blah 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 but the deck this is when they're on the deck of a real ship the deck is filthy and rusted and (laughs) just looks like absolute shit yeah. So like th- that was the one scene they shot like on an actual deck of a ship. Maybe not the one scene, but the only one in daylight. And you clearly see that this was an old beat ass ship they were shooting it on. Yeah. 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 I think they have access to a ship that they've re- they've used and reused again that they just mm-hmm. constantly shoot on. It's like it, it, it. I don't know if it's dry docked or if it's just docked somewhere in California. But there's a boat yeah. they they reuse all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same boat you see in like every fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, one other quick thing. I don't know if you guys caught this or if I was reading into this too much, but when Not Rose is doing her little ritual to bring back the the 
ghosts or whatever of the fucking deceased when she's down in the you know basement or whatever in the hull of the ship she does a full-on rose pose where she puts her arms out to the side yeah. Did you guys catch yeah. that? That yeah. was like the final <laughs> element of her of her spell going through. I was like, oh Jesus. And they even tried to make the one woman who gets her like head cut off, you know, and like the like I said, the only like half decent kill, which mm. still sucks ass. But <laughs> she is clearly wearing something that is supposed to look somewhat like the 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 Claire's version of the heart of the ocean, yeah, you know, yeah. diamond or whatever I it is. They said they had the heart of the, like the ocean one. I thought they did, but maybe could have been. I if but so, I like I saying, said, totally. I was not even paying attention a little bit at that moment. Probably <laughs> the wish dot com heart of the ocean, right? The which means it's also white. <laughs> yeah. We've got the kidney uh, of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got the liver of the morn. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be on the, the liver of the, mind, of the morn like, in like a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's God. got the well, spleen of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really is a genuinely very bad and not entertaining movie. Um, if you want to get like high and make fun of it, you could, but mm-hmm. there are way better movies to do that to that are a lot more entertaining. It's not even drinking game worthy. Like, no. I have to uh, Because I feel like when we talk about bad movies, there's sometimes an opportunity to have fun with it I mean, and do a drinking game. Or yeah, I think a, like a couple drinking game rules you could think of is like anytime you see like the mask on and i mean like the digital mask on a ghost slip off mm-hmm. or look bad sure. anytime you yeah. see the bad <laughs> green screen anytime and it's specifically like the captain's second in command i don't know her name but she's the mm-hmm. one that's always doing the bad shit improv is, and is the one that says i can't control the controls <laughs> anytime she yeah. looks like she's trying <laughs> to improv some bullshit you could take a drink on that yeah. but Mm. Yeah, I bet, honestly, if we watch this movie again, and I'm going to give it some time and I'm going to come back and I'm going to watch this movie again. Mm -hmm. I do think there could be some more things you pulled out that are genuinely very funny Mm -hmm. because I almost there between I can't control the controls. I can't control the Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, (laughs) that is honestly genuinely funny. funny. I can't control the controls. (laughs) I can't control the Titanic. There are a couple really funny lines like that are almost worth it. But like, you know, you could also go watch Troll 2 and it's like way, way better. You yeah, know? right. Um, way more fun. Um, but uh, holy shit. Holy shit. Don't watch I'm on- it. I'm honestly like disappointed in the asylum because like they put out they put out some real goof ass stuff. That's pretty great. And it's all mm-hmm. the stuff that involves animals like Sharknado, Zombies. Yeah. Um, yeah. What the fuck else? Any of the like lava or lantra or the fucking uh, five headed yeah, shark? Oct- yeah, oct- yeah, octa shark versus giant goldfish or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, there's some dumb yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, there's some but- there's some genuinely like goofy and funny stuff. And then especially if you get like an actor who's kind of fallen out of the graces of mm-hmm. the public, you know, uh, like somebody who was a star. And then is acting in that they'll they'll give you an interesting performance. This is just like yeah, get it, get a Scott Farkas in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, he'd kill it. Yeah, but like this is just I don't know, just the the when the best you can do is Annalyn McCord. 
<laughs> yeah. Does do does um was was Santa Jaws an asylum film? I wouldn't be surprised. I, 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 I'm not sure, but that one is pretty fucking fun. I'm not going to lie. Santa Jaws is is absolutely worth a watch. Is that a like, um, great white with just like a big beard on right now? It's like, no, it's a uh, it's a great white with a Santa hat on. A shark for Christmas. Oh, it sounds just like cute. Like, <laughs> yeah. it literally just sounds cute. It's fucking awesome. I mean, Would Santa I Jaws. Would I just be like, aw, the entire time? I'd be like, oh, Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. Santa Jaws is, is, is a treat. I would say um, it is absolutely worth a watch. It is uh, one of my favorite. Uh, Do we have a subgenre I mean, of like movies like that? Even if we just put Asylum in there or like Asylum-esque films. I don't mm -hmm. know if we do uh, yet, but if we don't, we need to add that. That'd be fun. Yeah, I, I could I could do that. It's almost like a full moon. Honestly, I, I we have we have more depths the plum within full moon features mm -hmm. uh, as well. But yeah. But, well, speaking of uh, uh, topics for other shows, I was able to uh, to access finally, what bro. our topic is for May. Oh, goody. Any guesses? Well, on uh, I'll remind it. I'll remind Actually, everyone. Mm. Friday the 13th movies. Mm -hmm. Nickelodeon Halloween. Mm -hmm. And Tromaville. Yeah, I think it's Friday the 13th. I it's not that I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think because Twitter came up as a tie between Friday the 13th and Troma, I'm, yeah. I'm going to guess it probably went to Friday the 13th. It did fairly, mm -hmm. fairly decidedly. Not not a roll runaway, but it was, you know, a, a, a reasonable pull ahead. But last I checked, uh, Troma, again, Troma and, uh, and Friday the 13th, 13th were um were kind of neck and neck i think there was only a few votes separating them but then uh, ultimately it uh friday 13th did pull away a little bit so nickelodeon halloween goes right back in the old uh fucking i feel like for wheel, this one guess, we but... might need to do one where it's like a um a random like act like we each don't get to choose the one we have to get it assigned to us oh i you know what though for for like something like halloween i would say yes but for this i think people have a pretty pretty different you know take on what where these movies like because there's a lot of people who obviously love the first one mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who love the second yeah. one weirdly Again. enough and then four and five honestly are probably like four five and six are my favorites right. mm -hmm. and then there's actually a lot of people who also dig um eight which okay. is jason takes manhattan um so okay. It, okay. it's actually pretty um wide open i feel qu like question about this though um yeah are we going to include Freddy versus Jason? Mm, boy, oh boy. I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to, uh, I'll just forewarn you. I don't think it's that good, but. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I like Freddy versus yeah, Jason, I like it. but it's not, I wouldn't be picking it. Right. I'm just, so but. I guess Meg, you know, be aware. <laughs> if you'd like to. You can have um, it if you want, I, but you I'm have to it. really I'm work. That's the one I'm going to take right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, um, no, I'm gonna have to like. I don't. I mean, I'm not as versed in that world as you guys are, so I'm gonna have to do some little research here, and uh, so I'll spend the rest of the weekend uh, deciding on <laughs> watching Friday the Thirteenth movies. <laughs> yeah, but you guys gotta I, let uh, me choose first. <laughs> I am going to throw this out there as well too for maybe an upcoming mini sode. Uh, 
uh, Taylor from Abjuration. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you yeah, guys know. Yeah, Taylor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, first of all, he asked Meg to not barrel shame him because he said, uh, <laughs> I listened to the episode, and we're not a half barrel brewery. We're we're only three and a half, but stop barrel shaming us. <laughs> what? What did I barrel shame? You you, t- you said they were like a half barrel system. Yeah, you call you called them smaller okay. than they are. <laughs> okay, yeah, he was joking, but anyway, he also I understand suggested penis size is sensitive. So like, I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. He also suggested, which I think we should do this because when we did. When we were talking about horror comedies, we we didn't pick this one because it's such a runaway. Yeah. Uh, or we t- d- yeah, which is Shaun of the Dead. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think we took that one su- off the table because of that. Because mm. it's just too good. So, mm. uh, we especially after this absolute piece of shit. Now, we already have next episode planned, but one of our upcoming uh minisodes, I think we should uh, we should do Shaun of the Dead cuz I haven't watched cool. it in probably a, a couple of years and I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. So, I'll like listen to the Red Fang song that they based that like their one video off of too for that too, and then we'll like. Oh yeah, it's it. such a brilliant. Movie. I can't remember uh, the one the cream one. It's like something cream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fred Ormiston's yeah. in the video. It's, it's funny. So, so. Awesome. um, well, all right, boys and ghouls, that was a lot of fun. The movie wasn't, but talking about that piece <laughs> of shit was. Um, now go out. Watch all the Friday 13th movies back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Then, oh, did I mention uh, Smoke Drugs? Smoke Drugs, mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. all the Friday 13th movies. Then, DM us or comment or do something on the old social medias and tell us which your favorite is and which one should win uh, because it is a polarizing topic and I think there is going to be some bloodshed. There's going to be some jackknife power bombs. There's going to be a frog splash or two um, and somebody's going to take home that goddamn strap. Do we want to talk about what we're doing next week? Because we do have kind of a fun little mm-hmm. interesting thing for I mean, next we week. know what it is so might as well preview it. So Yeah, tell us about it. So next week and, and man, this this bums me out because this is a movie that I should have picked and I might have won the showdown with this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, Regrets suck, bro. Well, yeah, because I didn't know that neither <laughs> you knew this movie, <laughs> but mm-hmm. there was a there was a Bigfoot film filmed in Pittsburgh area. It was filmed in mostly the Elwood City area. It stars mm-hmm. Craig Wooten, who most people know as Pittsburgh Dad, and it has uh, Darius Chisholm in it and like a bunch of other. You know, people you'll recognize mostly local Pittsburgh celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe it's called. It's just called Bigfoot the movie. Again, mm-hmm. it's on our. Uh, it's on our Crown King the uh, the Tubi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have uh, Bigfoot Benjamin, who is uh, probably the biggest <laughs> Bigfoot expert, and uh, we're going to bring him on to talk about this movie because he mm-hmm. knows a lot more about the Bigfoot. In the Sam Squanches and the Yeti. I heard he's going to be in costume too. I didn't yeah. hear that, but good for I, him. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if we think for one second that he doesn't have some sort of Squatch costume, <laughs> or or he has like a vial of Squatch piss that he spent money on 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 you know on uh, Amazon that he puts behind his ears when he goes into the woods. Do you think he has the suburban Sasquatch stilts? <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Yes. I feel like they're probably pretty easy to acquire. Or just build. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that should be fun. So we're going to have a guest on, which we haven't had a guest in a little while. So that'll be super fun. Um, it might get yeah. chaotic because I think we're going to be in person and there's going to yeah. be four of us. Because usually and when you guys be... guess, 
I'm yeah. not here. Mm. Yeah. So. And we're drinking. And if 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 the video of you and Ben shotgunning beers is any indication, <laughs> it is going to be a full-on Keystone Cops situation. <laughs> Ben's going to be scrambling Ooh, around we'll and spraying the face retake. of this beer. We'll do a retake video of that. <laughs> We should. We got to repost that ahead of time. But it has to be with the cans still hitting each other and Ben not (laughs) freaking out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Never cross Um, the cans. (laughs) Yeah. I call Uh, mine. That will be that will be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that uh, for next week's minisode. And then is that is the week right after that? Then the old uh, the old showdown. The old showdown. The old showdown. Yeah. So we're coming up quicker than than we think. So. All right. Again, if you want to contribute to this madness in some capacity and give us a little bit of uh, suggestions or vote on things or just see some spooky stuff on the Internet, check us out at Halloween is forever pod um, at gmail.com if you want to email us. But we also have to Instagram is at Halloween is forever pod. Halloween is forever podcast on Facebook at Halloween at Hallow forever on Twitter. Halloween is forever pod on the TikToks. Um, yeah. Anything else? Anything else we're forgetting? Nope. I gotta drink this dang beer. I'm sitting here letting it get warm. For the Halloween's Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm the King of Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> Die. <laughs>